welcome to 3-Minute Movie Reviews. I'm Michael Russell. And I'm Kim Holden. In this podcast, Kim and I will spend three minutes debating at random a movie we watched. And this week we checked out 2021's The Woman in the Window, found on Netflix. Let's uh, flip a coin and see who gets to say what about this movie, Kim, heads or tails? Um... Tails, I suppose. <laughs> we'll see. You seem so committed to tails. Yeah. Ted's. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that this was a bad movie. Fair. Though I could argue, I could go either way, but and when push comes to shove, this was a bad movie for me. <laughs> so uh, let's set the three minute timer sure. and get going. Yeah. This was a movie that, as I just said, I could go either way with. I thought the first half to two thirds of this movie was good. And then it got lazy. And we decided to say, let uh, Anna Fox, played by Amy Adams beautifully, I will say, um, yeah. was an unreliable narrator. And then she was a reliable narrator. And then the bad guy was really someone that we probably never thought was going to be the bad guy. And it turned in the end to be your typical thriller trope movie. Yes, I think if you are looking for your typical thriller trope movie, this might do it for you. Um, yep. It was a story that that we've seen. I think that's come up a whole bunch, yes. even like Rear Window. You think back in time, but you also think like, you know, like recently with like big blockbuster, like the book and the movie, The Girl on the Train felt very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we know this story, but this time I think it's got like agoraphobia built in um adding this whole new like she is stuck in that house and things are a different level of tense because of that um yeah i think i think they did a good job with that i think amy adams acting was kind of superb in building that tension is she she ever bad in anything she does though i mean it's amy adams (laughs) it's fair it's fair she's doesn't usually let us down and she didn't in this movie no, I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you that I do think this was a waste of the rest of the cast with Gary Oldman, I think was wasted. Julianne Moore was was good in her role, but was wasted. Super again, wasted. Because she was only there for such a small amount of time. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee, I think, had like three lines in this movie. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, there there were pieces there. And I wonder how much of this movie maybe was left on the, on the cutting room floor because it ended up only being like an hour. 45. Sure. And it certainly felt like there was a lot more that could have gone into this to make it even more complex and give us more clues because there was nothing telling us that the kid Ethan was the killer in this movie until we found out that he was the killer. And that's where I got really annoyed is that we we never had clues to make that twist make sense. And if you're going to give me that twist, you need to make it make sense. And it didn't make sense. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I think in a big way. I think all of a sudden we took this hard right turn um mm-hmm. with with Ethan kind of popping out of nowhere and trying yep. to murder everyone. Um yep. and we didn't And we get bloody like, at the end too. We have a fight scene on the roof I and I really actually hated that action sequence. I'm mm-hmm. usually here for an action sequence, but I hated it. Um It felt it felt out of place again because I think the twist was weird and that he he was there. He he was still in it. I kind of like the idea that he was, a, he knew he wanted to be a serial killer. I think that was interesting. And he was still trying to figure out how he wanted to do it. He just knew yeah. he liked to be there at the end. Yeah. But th- then it just didn't, it didn't make, I, I felt, it felt weird. It felt weird. It did. I think now that we're talking this aloud, I feel like it was, 
almost Ethan's role. You know, he comes over at the beginning. He's so nice. Like he's the one that gets into the house. They have a bit of a relationship and all of that. Mm-hmm. But then the whole drama with the, like who killed, you know, Jane Russell, whichever Jane Russell situation, right. he's really inconsistent and not in a way that works to the character making that big of a turn. And then all of a sudden that character's made a huge turn and you're like, why, why, like, why? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of things that do work with this movie. I think it's interesting. I don't think you would watch it for an hour and 45 and feel like your time was wasted. Um, no, I felt I, again, as we're well over on time now, I just felt at the end, I felt jerked around. I felt sure. very good to the first half. I was like, this is actually really interesting. And then I felt cheated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it, you, you, unreliable narrators are a difficult thing to do. I felt it was difficult in the Joker, but if you go to like the usual suspects, that's a great use of an unreliable narrator. Yeah. So it's difficult to do. And in essence, we didn't have an unreliable narrator. And I think that's what I hated is that I felt like I had one and then I didn't. Sure. So. Um, may I present in our last couple seconds, though? Well over on seconds, but go ahead. Points for <laughs> Punch the Cat. Yes. We Just both a moment agree. for Punch. Punch was awesome. Thank you, Punch. Thank you, Punch. Thank you, Punch. And with that, that's been our... I don't know. I think that was like six minutes uh, review of the woman in the window. Let's just say you don't come here for timeliness, but we no. try. <laughs> um, if you have an idea for a movie or a movie franchise you want us to watch and debate, perhaps for more than three minutes, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where our handle is at three min movie reviews. We're also on Letterboxd. I'm Kim Holman. And I'm Michael Russell. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.